podcast where we talk about things with one super special guest every week. Just sit back, relax, and hear us speak on This Is Happening, the podcast. Alright, we're live, y'all. <laughs> we're back. Hey, everybody. This is happening again. This is happening. It's Eric. And Nathan, your hosts. And today we are with the fantastic, beautiful, wonderful Derek Wanker. Derek Wanker is a photographer, a musician, a performer, a nightlife denizen, all around man about town, and Stone Cold Fox. Stone Cold Fox, sitting <laughs> in a, a purple muscle tee, a cute little bandana around his neck. I had no idea, but he also skateboards. I just found that out. Um, yeah. A man of many talents. Yeah. Welcome, Derek. It me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for for joining us. Thanks Um, for having me. So we want to just, like, introduce people to who you are and, you know, the the journey that you've taken to what it it is that you're doing. Where is Derek Wanker from? From... uh, Hick-ass Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. <laughs> wow, like dead smack in the middle of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Oklahoma City, I've never been. What's it like? Is it mid-size? Well, it's big, but don't go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's boring. Yeah, it's, for sure. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a real city. I graduated with like 1,200 people in my class. Oh, okay. So, so you grew up in like the city proper? Yeah. Or? Two yeah. siblings? I have one older sister. Oh, okay. Cool. What's her name? Lacey. Lacey. Lacey and Derek. Yeah. And your name is actually Wanker. That's your actual name. It's, mm. it's not. Oh, it's not. <laughs> it's Derek not? Wanker. Oh, my gosh. That's cute. It's, <laughs> it's what my name became after I graduated college and didn't want people to see my scandalous social media presence. So, and oh. I was watching a lot of British television and it was a joke and then it just stuck. And then when I moved to L.A., that's all anyone met me as, and so just kind of stayed what it was. Okay, well, you can maintain your alias here. We're not... <laughs> I mean, we're, this isn't like a linker. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's true. So, did, how did it... Did somebody... People were just calling you wanker or something? Or? Well, I just, like, changed my last name on Facebook because... I was trying to like find a big boy job. And totally. I'm like, they totally. don't need to see how faggy and slutty I am on the internet. Absolutely. So <laughs> I was just watching like a lot of skins and misfits and other various British television shows. And totally. They were calling each other wanker. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, for but, you sure. Know, you know me, I, I like to be problematic, so. <laughs> That's right. I love it. Isn't it crazy when you put, like, people have their wrong names on Facebook. I have, not wrong, but different names and personas, and I only know them as that sometimes. I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even know that you, like you, I had no idea that you had a different name. (laughs) (laughs) We won't reveal that, though. Does your family still live in Oklahoma? Yeah. My mom and my sister are both there still. That's pretty much the extent of my family, with the exception of, like, my aunt and uncle and two cousins in Texas. Okay. Do you go back there to Oklahoma? I have not been back in three years. I've only been back once in the three and a half years that I've lived here, and I was being guilted by the boy I'm dating and his friend that I'm being a bad child for <laughs> not going back. Because me and my mom are close. We're, yeah. we're good. We talk every day, except for, like, I haven't hit her up for, like, a week, and she's been texting me every day. Are you dead? I'm like, no, I'm not dead. I'm just 
busy. Does she <laughs> come out here to visit you? No. No. She's really weird and doesn't know how to take a vacation. Like, oh, like a workaholic. And it's just like, she can take a vacation. She just, she, it's out of her comfort zone to like... For go. sure. She's never been... She doesn't want to travel. Totally. Yeah. I like yeah, try to get her here because I'm like, like I don't want to go back home. I don't drive. You live in the country. You don't even have the internet. Like, what am I going to oh do? My God, my mom doesn't have internet either. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, how do you live without a computer and the internet? Like, you just don't have it. She it's doesn't even have cable. So I'm like, what do you do at home? I know. I stayed <laughs> with my mom over Christmas. I went home and I hadn't been home in a while. Because um, it's kind of stressful for me, t- I think, to go home. But yeah, my mom had no internet, no cable. I was like at her house. I was like, what in the heck do I do? I couldn't you sit even... there yeah. and like, I don't know. Do nothing. My mom's like, come home. We'll throw, like, a party and have a bonfire. I'm like, I don't even know any of my friends anymore. They're, like, married, and I don't know what they do. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm in a different world here, you know? So did you move here from uh, Oklahoma directly? Mm-hmm. Cool. Moved here, like, two days before my 26th birthday, and... When's your birthday? September 6th. Oh, okay, cool. Virgos. Mm-hmm. Yes. What are you, Eric? I'm an Aquarius. My birthday's coming up. Oh, oh my gosh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Anything exciting planned? Yeah, I just uh, made a plan. I don't need to know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm making it right, right now, now actually. <laughs> you guys don't get a no. Sorry. No. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> probably anyone listening to this podcast would be invited because. Totally. You know, well, I mean, we can keep it. It hasn't gone wide. Secret. This podcast. For sure. <laughs> uh, so, did you move here alone or did you. Yeah, so I had a friend that I met when I was about, right when I turned 13 at the gay youth group that I joined. Oh, amazing. Um, He moved to L.A. like three years after I met him when he was, I think, right when he turned 18. Mm -hmm. But he had been here nine years at that point whenever I moved here. And he was helping me look at apartments, but it's kind of hard when you're in Oklahoma trying to do that. Yeah, for sure. it happened that his roommate decided to move out, so I moved in with him for the first three months until I... Did you pack a car up? Drive it over? I I did. I I packed up my SUV that I had at the time. What kind of SUV was it? It was a 2002 uh, Suzu Rodeo. (laughs) Okay, cool. Nice. And my best friend drove with me to Colorado. And then I dropped... We had friends there that we were seeing. And then Mm -hmm. she flew back home from there nice and then I drove the rest of the way here stopped in Vegas had a fucking stupid weird night as one does in Vegas (laughs) you know hooked up with an Aussie (laughs) randomly that I didn't remember I just woke up and was like who you and bye I gotta go <laughs> yeah pretty much uh, he's like yeah you met me last night at the bar I was making out with some dude and you just came up and said you're too cute for him and then now I'm here and I was like alright I guess I did that that sounds right <laughs> <laughs> sounds right for Vegas That's right. Um, yeah and then drove here and then here I stay <laughs> and that was three and a half years ago yeah okay cool um and so, how did you get? What What did you do when you first got here? Did you Did you have an idea about what you were gonna do, or not at all? Yeah. How does um, music um, kind of when? Where did the music thing come into? Well, I've been making music since I was like thirteen years old. Amazing. And was in like rock bands, different and, like, bands, grunge bands with some of my friends front in man, high school, singing. Yeah, being you know obnoxious as I am. 
For sure. And then started, like, learning to produce music when I was about 17, and it was a long process because I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know anything, like, about music. I just taught myself what sounds good. Right. And went from there. Like, you don't, and read, you don't read music. Yeah, right? I don't read music. I can barely play anything. I have a guitar that I've been trying to learn to play, but... Guitar sexy. Yeah, it's, it's sexy. I mostly just use it for sex appeal because... Learning to play it didn't happen. <laughs> you know? So, you know, you see what everything else they do on stage to make up for that. Sometimes it's better, I think, to not have a sort of training because you don't have, like, a structure that you feel you have to rigidly follow. You can just kind of, like, figure it out on your own and do that. Yeah, it's, it's nice. training would have been nice, though. It would have made the process of learning to write music and also learning to produce music at the same time right. a lot easier and instead yes. of like figuring out what trying the fuck to find about, everything it's like in so the dark. much trying yeah. to figure out what you're doing and it finally like <laughs> 10 years later I'm in a place where I'm like oh yeah I don't technically know what I'm doing but I know what I'm doing like for I, sure you know I produced like, my entire album myself recorded it myself mastered it myself fucking wrote everything myself wow, it was literally no so no crazy. one else had any hand in it did you so you played everything yourself yeah, so, I, I mean, I write and play everything on my MIDI. I mean, it's usually very simple, and then I'll go and change the arrangement through... What's a MIDI? MIDI is just, like, an input keyboard, so you can oh, okay. you just plug it into your computer, and then you go through the software and pick what sounds you want, and, you know, you have... Gotcha, so this key is, of, like, a chime, and this key is, like, cowbell. Well, it's just, like, basically, you just have your keyboard, mm-hmm. and instead of having a piano sound, you can have... Whatever synth sounds you want, you gotcha. can do your drum arrangements. You can, you know, whatever sounds you want. You can sound like a fucking saxophone, or you can sound like nasty bass synth. You know, totally. So you just learn by like trying things. Yeah, trying things in uh, YouTube videos. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank, thank you, YouTube. You can learn anything on there. Yeah, Thanks, YouTube, amazing. our sponsor for this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so just trial and error, and just sitting behind a computer for 12 hours at a time and figuring it out and now it's now it's so much easier and I can write songs so much quicker because like the first half of the album that I just put out um I mean like the first six songs took me probably three years to finally complete and then I like redid them once I moved to LA and finally kind of had an idea of what I was doing and how to make things better and like had better equipment and then in a matter of like a year, I wrote the other half of the album, which right. you know, three times wrote that three times as quickly from when I first started it. And, and the album is it's called is Mindless. Mindless, Mindless yeah. yes. And you record as a horse, a horse with, with a horn. horn. Yeah. So you have another alias. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Horse with the horn is cute. Is what? Like where did that come from? Um, well, yes, uh, all my friends back home just called me the little gay unicorn, but also I have, like, my weird chest protrusion that is, like, my unicorn horn. Oh. What's the chest protrusion? Is it just, like, some thing you're born with or something? Yeah, it's just, like, a birth defect. It's called pectus carinatum, mm-hmm. and it's just caused from, like, excessive cartilage growth on the ribs that oh, okay. forces your sternum to grow to a point. So... Wow. Does, is your cartilage still growing excessively? It like or? so cart you know cartilage never stops growing. It's like why old older People men get like big nose. ears, big yes, nose. And so sure. it will always like kind of grow. It won't it's never gonna be like 
oh my god, your chest is gonna explode. You're an actual unicorn now, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I guess it'll always grow. I always have, like, minor growing pains here and there Mm. in it, and... But it's, like, not a huge deal. No, no, it's, like... whatever. Like, looked into getting it fixed whenever I was younger because people were really weird about it, and... Mm. Now I'm just like fuck you. This is this is my thing. Totally. And, I mean, Absolutely. so that's why it's like my band name is yeah. or like my artist alias is after that. And that's awesome. Then my photography company is Unicorn Photography, and so it all kind of cool. There's there's many names, but they're all in the. There's a thematic yes. through line to it. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Let's hear one of your songs um, so we can introduce, for people that don't know that's listening, um, haven't heard your music. Let's yeah, a little bit of the sound of it. Yeah, so let's hear better. First song on the track. Yeah, so it's the, the first first song on the album, and from the feedback that I've had from friends, that's what they would say is the single of it. I act, the first song I actually put out as like technical single for it was called "Right in My Face," and that was before I had written better. For anyway, sure. so for sure. it's. I loved the album. I thought it was super cute. It was like. Reminded me a little bit of Kesha. It's it, it's like Kesha meets Larue, kind yeah, of like for sure. meets. I don't know if you know the artist Diamond Rings. He's like a queer Canadian oh, electro pop artist. Check that out. You should. He's wonderful. Um, it's like yeah. It's there's a trashy side to it, and then there's like the cutesy, lovey side because under the punk ass exterior, I'm just a. Uh, Sappy little bitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was like, it, to me, yeah, it yeah, it does like go back and forth. Half party, half like, don't break my heart, or you broke my heart, or I'm in love with you. There are some heartbreak songs. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that song. I think it has like kind of like a sexy, bratty vibe to it that I think is really fun. Um, I really liked it, and. Um, and it is very pared down. I mean, it's interesting to hear like your musical background, and it's kind of by necessity. But it's like, but that's what that's what you want. You're 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 putting out what you want to put out. This is like the sound that you want to put out, right. and it's informed by your process of making music and how you're learning to do that. Uh, I really really like it. It's fun, and I I haven't seen you live, but I've seen some YouTube videos of you performing at like Queer Planet and other places. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to like find a space 
as like a queer performer and especially yeah. especially like not having an actual band so that really limits where you can perform mm -hmm. because you're you're a dude I mean basically in drag and not really but you know yeah. dressed up it's like dude drag yeah for and sure. then performing David Bowie. yeah performing to a pre-recorded track I mean singing live but so yeah you can't I have make all the synth beats on the spot yeah and so I have live. to figure out how I can do something that's gonna be entertaining enough to mm -hmm. like keep a crowd for sure and be attention yeah especially because people don't want to hear music they don't know so that's the hardest right. thing is like getting people to be interested it's hard to even get like my close friends to listen to my album they're like they all bought it but very few of them actually listen to it and I'm like just listen whether you hate yeah, it like sure. I'm like if you hate it I want to know if you like it I want to know because I want to know if I'm doing something that's entertaining for people and have, enjoyable have you had anybody random be like like randomly buy from like Australia or something I have I have had like random I have not sold many but that's I'm like I don't even know how to promote this I just wanted to put music out there and be like I did this I spent five years learning to produce and yeah. write and oh my god you know what's gonna change that lives. this podcast Yes, this is gonna change. We're promoting it right here. All of our listeners, you better listen to this album. This, as we record this yet unreleased podcast, is soon to be released. Soon to be released. It'll be released when you're when you're hearing it. When you're hearing it, obviously it's released. But yeah, and there's like random people that like are acquaintances that I know from out you know nightlife that'll come up and that tell me that they listened to my album and actually really enjoyed it. So it's nice when, like, someone that doesn't really yeah, know me is sure. interested in checking it Absolutely. out. Absolutely. And some girl on YouTube, I have no idea where she was from, she wanted to use it in, like, a makeup tutorial video that she did, and I'm like, I don't even know how you found this. Oh, but, damn, but that's awesome. go for it. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Um, I just think it's so impressive that you did the whole damn thing because it's, like... That's a lot of work, and to actually follow through, get it released, it's on Amazon, it's on iTunes, like, to to fully produce it is, it's just, like, really well, exactly. applaud-worthy. I, I applaud it, too, and, you know, and I think what's really cool and, and brave, it shouldn't be brave, but it is, kind of, is that it's very overtly gay and sexual, and there's still ridiculously little of that like it's hard to find yeah you know, like yeah, yeah, gay yeah, queer artists of any genre you know um just making straightforwardly frank songs about gay relationships well, mm -hmm. and gay that was sex. that's always been a goal of mine and i'm obviously if you know me very unapologetically queer right. and right. give no fucks and I, I'm, I will always give no fucks because why should I and <laughs> I just there's few artists that actually will use that are queer and we know they're queer that will use male pronouns or, or you know even women using same sex pronouns right. or just even I don't know anything so like I have yeah, a song that's so true like, I have yeah. a song that says um, I'm not that kind of boy and then I follow it the next line saying I'm not that kind of girl because I don't know it one of my like favorite artist when I was a teenager was Mindless Self-Indulgence, which is like, um, like, Electro Nintendo, like, punk 
music. Oh, and yeah, that sounds like hot. Jimmy Urin, the singer of it, was like this like ridiculously faggy dude. He's I think technically straight, but I think he'd also probably identify as queer. Yeah, for but, sure. But like he had a song called Faggot and was just like calling totally. himself a faggot, yeah, and then yeah, he had yeah. a song where he says I meet a good boy, but I make a terrible girl. I meet a good girl, but I make a terrible yeah. boy. And I was just like, that, when I was younger, it was like, yeah, I get that. Like, I'm not, not like gender non-binary or anything, but I'm also like, I don't um, prescribe to like masculine yeah, bullshit. Absolutely. Or like, I'm, I'm okay with being faggy, you know? That's what I always thought was cool about Marilyn Manson. It was just, like, the gender norms. He just totally, like, eschewed them and just... Yeah, absolutely. You know, was, like, free and, like, like fuck it, this. He keeps popping up a lot, and it's funny enough, I just got to work on set last Sunday of Manson's new music video because... Oh, no way. Because... Re- when I was listening to your album, I, Marilyn Manson came up in my head. It's like, it's I, mean, I grew up listening darkness. to, like, Manson and Nine Inch Nails, you know? I was an angry teenager that... Yeah, for was, sure. like, fuck this fucked up world, you know? And... But the boy I'm dating does... Um, set design and he was like hey so I don't know if you'd want to do this but do you want to go on set of the new Manson video because they've shot like the last two and I was like yeah uh, yeah no I don't want to do that at all and so <laughs> it was cool it was like you know for me like growing up as someone who like Manson gave me a place to be angry yeah. and mm-hmm. like just gave me something to like understand because the rest of the world wasn't didn't view the world like I did and didn't like think um, didn't critically examine what people like the norms and like, yeah. why the fuck are these the norms and why why are you so afraid to be like a fucking weirdo yeah we're all freaks let's be freaks exactly mm-hmm. right and so it's, it's just it's still hard to find that you know um, yeah there's so much conformity and you know and mainstream pop and stuff that you hear on the radio it's all one thing you know and that's kind of like a fearful thing with wanting to do something with my music it's like but I'm in such a uh, like niche you know because being queer is not how you're gonna get you, you people don't want to listen to, to you other than queer people right 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 and right. I think that's changing though. With like, yeah. With, if it's good, it's good. With younger, younger listeners, I, I, I just think they don't care about that. Yeah. I think that there's much more, um, you know, let more gender fluidity, more sexual fluidity, more. Well, especially as like more pop artists come out, and then especially like more hip hop artist coming Absolutely. forward and being openly gay. Which, yeah, like Frank Ocean. Yeah, or, and like giving that space, especially in, like. Um, uh, an environment and where being masculine and straight is like what you're supposed to be. Absolutely, you know? it's so ingrained and like so. And I think as you do, world. as you do get your music out there, like I, I don't see you not being true to yourself and your vision and everything like that. But it would have to be you know people that share that and say like, no, that's what we want. You know, that's what we want you to do. That's what we want to promote. That's what we want to put out there. That's who has has to get behind your music for the distribution of it, for you know, helping you tour or whatever. You know, it's gonna have to be that. Yeah. You know, because you're not gonna all of a sudden go like, oh well, I'll change. You know, and yeah, that's why you gotta stay true to yourself. I think even as queer as my music is too, though, that there's still 
like a place for everyone to relate to it. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of real emotional honesty in it, yeah. which I think is very relatable to anyone that's ever had any kind of relationship. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's not specific to one thing. I mean, you're you are being clear about what you're but saying. I, but about. I still experience, you know, normal like human experiences. Yeah, that we spe- all experience. I think yeah, this we're queer, or straight, or specificity within art and music. I think creates a universality. If you're really specific about something or if you're being who you are, it's more relatable almost than just pr- producing something general. And I think that, you know, more and more, especially younger audiences are ready for that and are happy to, you know, like I think a lot of the audience for like something like Call Me By Your Name, I hear a lot of like women, um, you know, responding to that. And yeah. Just saying like, it's not just for queer It's not just gay guys a gay movie that yeah. only gay people will see, mm-hmm. you know, um, or only gay it's men will see. It's just a good movie. It's well, a good movie. And well, it just it comes down to to any marginalized like group of people and anyone who has like felt like they're not the majority. If you're not yeah. like a straight white male, we all kind of have a story that we can relate to in different ways, but you have the story. Yeah, you know? intersectionality. All of us being able to like kind of relate. Yeah, and I think almost everyone feels like an outsider at some point, you know. I mean, and, and there's a, there's just a lot to relate to in what you're doing. So I think that's really good. So can I go back to the tracks really quick? Yeah. Because I had a question. Um, you said half of them were like Oklahoma City and then yeah. half of them are new. So how did you kind of figure out how to mix them into the album or is it like kind of half? It was kind of difficult and I went back and like reproduced some stuff redid vocals to kind of make it um all flow together and not because you could tell one like where I had started to where I am now right so I needed to make it cohesive yeah very cohesive and like make the sounds like sound like they were done at similar times and so I lost some tracks. I actually forgot to put a track on there that I really liked. <laughs> After, because I mean, deluxe edition. It has, it has fourteen tracks, which I was honestly impressed by myself with that. I was like, that's a lot of fucking songs. It is. It's an hour of music. Uh, it's a lot. Like, oh, it should have had fifteen songs, and I just totally, I don't know. It was, it was a lot, and I was like, okay, how do I do this? Figuring out, getting it put out, and making sure that everything was sounding perfect, and like, right. I was just like, ah, and then I realized after I got everything sent in, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> no, shot out there, so I guess Oops. I'll save that for another day. Yeah, that'll be your next single. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, I'm working on stuff, and I don't know if I just want to do an EP or an LP. I don't know what I want to do. And EP like, would be like, what, five, five songs or something? Yeah, and I don't know. I'm like, I just dealt with like psycho fucking break up with a crazy ass boy Ooh, for that like, sounds like good I'll for like <laughs> six <laughs> months and it was, it was it was a lot yeah but so have I have you a lot been of, writing about that yeah too? I have a lot of music coming out from that but there's like definitely a progress of like where I was to where I am now and so I don't know if I just want to like keep that contained within itself right and like, that's its own thing yeah mm-hmm. or just keep that and keep expanding and see what kind of shit would come out for another album so right doing that i also need to figure out like making music videos because that's a huge step in getting seen especially in the queer music world because then you can get 
blogs to repost you and like when people have something visual yeah to connect to like it's so much easier to get them to listen to music than if they're just listening to the track yeah so if you have a youtube channel if anyone listening wants to help with music videos i have great ideas i just need to execute them yes any potential music video directors and producers (laughs) listening Um, um, yeah, all of Derek's info will be on our wherever we post this <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yeah you'll be able to find it well, you'll be able to find it um, uh, so as far as the visuals well, how did the uh, album cover happen because I really like it it's, it's a really so sexy album I also cover. did the album cover all myself kind of a little um, rebel hardish. it's so like you wrapped up in it was, the white cord that like image it. was actually just like I mean you, you've seen what I post and like all the pictures I take of totally. myself because I'm at home and it's four in the morning and I'm like I have this idea I have no model <laughs> okay I'll be the model whatever <laughs> and like I use I did that image for like promoting some night I was performing I don't remember when and the title mindless is there's a song on the track called mindless mm-hmm. and it's like kind of about like my exodus with for five years but then also it's just very Generally speaking, it's like the lyrics are, we must refrain from these mindless games. Right. Um, and it's just about people playing fucking head games in relationships and totally. it's stupid. But then also, like, I, I'm kind of crazy sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. So my album is like, I'm very openly crazy though. Like, I'm aware of like mm-hmm. things I do and like, I'm a lot, I know. And so, like, <laughs> My the title is just like about being mindless, and so like the artwork is just kind of like I look a little crazy. And yeah, no, it's good. I think the first time I ever saw you was a f- the first, maybe the first iteration of Learn the Words oh, bitch yeah. at Agbar, and you. Uh, I think you like spewed blood from your mouth. Is either blood or black stuff? Because I think the f- oh black stuff. I think, that was yeah, black stuff. and I think that was to Marilyn Manson's beautiful people. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, who is this? So Manson's just coming full circle yeah. in my life right now. <laughs> like my friend works at an apartment complex, and just like two days ago, he's like, yeah, this like girl, I think abandoned her apartment because she's like a crackhead. But he went in there, and there was like this huge double panel, um, beautiful fucking wall art of Manson. Damn, it's like, ooh, good I know, I'm like, like, every single day, he's popping up. I'm like, all right, that's fine. A thematic thing. Did you get to meet him, really? I didn't get to meet him. If Like, we had to leave early because um, Zach, the guy that took me, had to be up early. And I could have stayed, but I was also tired. Yeah. And so, but it was going until 7 in the morning. Uh-huh. And I, we left at midnight. And I could possibly been in the music video too because other people that work in um, the art department with him ended up in the video and like oh nice yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. And for sure that you know teen me would have like died to do that but there's many opportunities to do other things so it's fine yeah. I, I got to be there and that was cool like watching him film and just you know seeing him be almost 50 years old and still doing his shit rocking it it's like yeah. still you know, given all the middle fingers to the world. For sure. And yeah, it was just cool. That's great. I like that. Um, and actually, I when you were talking about having the first time you saw him at that thing, mm-hmm. um, the way that we met was kind of through Derek Bunker. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh, yeah, at Outfest. Because yeah. Eric and I met at Outfest. We've probably said this before on the pod. Who knows, maybe. Who knows? Um, but... 
I we wouldn't have met because um, you know we so, were at the closing night party. Yes. Um, I uh, was w- I was with someone who was my roommate at the time, and he invited you yeah. to join us, and we went to the closing night party after seeing what was the movie? Other the Molly Shannon. I'll never great remember. movie though. Um, other people. Other people. Yeah, really good movie. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, but uh, yeah, so you went with Derek. Yeah. That's right. And then, and then, so then I ran into... I saw Derek. Derek introduced me and Eric. That's right. So really, Derek, you are the seed of this podcast. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's so true. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, because you were taught... Like, there was a group of people all talking, mm-hmm. and you and I met, and... And you were like, I produced Pocahontas 2 Journey to a New World. Oh, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't produce it. No, no, but no. no. I, I worked, worked on, on the gyroscopics, right? The rotoscoping. The rotoscoping. The rotoscoping, which is how I moved to L.A. You're still, I looked at your (laughs) contacts on my phone, and it's Eric, and under the company name, it says Pocahontas, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. Uh, Oh my god, I had such a tiny little nothing part to do with that. But it is how I moved to L.A. It was the job that occasioned my move to L.A. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Um, So what else is going on? Aside from the music, do you uh, working on anything else? Because you're always doing, like, I feel like you're always performing. I've seen you perform multiple times, but I haven't seen you, like, sing live, I don't think. Um, I sing live at everything, unless it's Learn to Words, but that's Learn to Words. Oh, well, then I must have seen you perform live. Because, yeah, I I only ever perform live, but Learn to Words, you know, that's, that's just fun, and I like to go support Tony. Um, Love Tony. He was a Tony guest is on another our, guest of our podcast. Uh, you probably listened to that episode <laughs> if you're listening to this. Die one. Hard listener. <laughs> well, or Tony Soto's podcast. We'll remember. Yeah, like <laughs> or, I mean, his tour. Who knows how yeah, many has at this like point. I can't say he's going or keep up. Right YouTube, yeah, YouTube talk shows or whatever he's doing. Yeah, yeah, good for sure. Tony Soto. Um, yeah, so... You, but you also, you do the, you do photography. Yes. And so honestly, like my photography is the reason I know anyone in this city because the second day I was here, I met um, this guy Jefferson through Mario Diaz. Jefferson uh, Hendrick? Yeah. Oh, I know. And he like, he was familiar with me from um, Instagram and he... He promotes like... Bears in space, or a bunch of night night. Um, yeah, I don't know that he really promotes anything anymore. He was just like he's he used good to. friends. Yeah, he was good friends with Mario. Yeah, and Mario he's like agent. me and Mario had like talked um, through social media before because his old band with Jackie B, uh, Dirty Sanchez, is one of like the bands that got me into wanting to make trashy electro music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so now that like I live here and I'm friends with him, it's, it's just funny how things like that work out and I met Jefferson and he was like hey my friend Jonathan is looking for a photographer I know that you're a photographer he's like have you done nightlife stuff and I was like have you done nightlife but my whole like college um years I was taking my camera everywhere and just taking pictures of all the parties like all the queer parties we were at so I knew I knew how to do that and then he connected me with these guys, which is rolling blackouts that like take all the pictures at all the gay parties. Mm. And totally. they, were, they took me to the Abbey, gave me a trial run, and they're like, sure, you're hired. And that threw me into nightlife, got me into like every party for free, and getting to just yeah, meet everyone totally. and network. And so, what a great like, entree. So I, they, I just, lucked out. Do they just pay you and they're like, shoot a hundred images or? 
Do they? How does yeah, they just like you send you out. You know, you take. You know, usually around like sixty photos. You get drunk. You meet people. And, a little bit and it's mainly from fun. their web for their website or just yeah, for well, them to promote themselves. Yeah, or? it's for it's like look at all the cool people. That yeah, whoever this party. the promoter of the party is, you send right. on their pictures. Right, like you know, Queen Kong posts their pictures stuff and, all the time. Yeah, lots of stuff. So just that, just to show what's going on at the party. Of course, yeah, yeah, and it's fun. I, I mean, I enjoy it. I really don't do nightlife photography anymore. I do more event stuff. Like I shot an event for the Williams Institute, um, which is. Uh, the LGBT focused uh, part of UCLA's law school. Oh, and so like they're they are like responsible for most LGBT cases and like anything that's given us progress towards better oh, lives wow. and rights. Oh, that's yeah. amazing! Um, so it's cool to work for them. And most most of the events I shoot are queer focused. I also like shoot things for Glad, and Definitely. that's like I. I don't dislike shooting events, but it's just not like my goal as a photographer. I'll absolutely do it for money because it's LA and I'm probably doing any events. Yeah. To this podcast. But you, <laughs> yeah. um, but you also like do like, like fine art photography. Yeah. Right? So I do like, like, like mostly queer editorial type stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason I kind of got any sort of following was because I was covering hot boys and blood and What's Hot Boys and Blood? He was hot literally boys. covering Covered in blood. Hot Boys and Blood. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Taking yeah. a hot boy and then covering the covering on <laughs> You thought that was maybe an event. Hot, boys, hot boys, boys and Blood is a sexy event. I haven't event. been to Hot Boys and Blood. I know. I we, should, would we should create it. Yeah, we should create really it. Really Let's do sexy it. Event. Come to um. Hot Boys and Blood starting <laughs> monthly in February. <laughs> 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 oh, this podcast <laughs> starting so many things I know to try to keep track of them all um, so that's fun um, well good I think we've gotten a sense of who Derek Wanker is yeah and a uh, horse with a horn horse with a horn unicorn photography um, unicorn photography the album's called Mindless is available on Let's let's iTunes listen to me. one more snippet to take us out. To take us out. Yeah, sounds good. Um, cuz we like the we like the album so much, we want to promote it. Do you want to do any shout outs? Find um, it again. While you're on your last moments of the podcast. Um, <laughs> I don't know. To all you people that are wonderful in LA and everywhere else that have been supportive of everything I do. What's the next um, one we're playing? We we uh, DJ better. Hey, oh DJ, yeah, hey yeah. DJ. That's right. The trashy party song. We just take you over. Feel your soul come rushing out. Everybody is losing their shit. Everybody is wasting now.
Hey, thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please feel free to subscribe on the Apple Podcast app or iTunes or SoundCloud. Like it, share it, tell your friends. If you're on SoundCloud, you can hit that little love button. That feels so good. Oh, I love to see the hearts. The (laughs) hearts are real special. Yeah, it's fun. Thank Um, you so much. Yeah, thank you.